the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 70 of Say What? where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the harmful and all evil teachers union known as the National Education Association. That's right, George. As many know, the NEA is the oldest and biggest union in the nation. First formed in 1857, it has 3 million members and counting. Uh, The American Federation of Teachers, another huge union, has a little over 800,000 members by comparison. But more importantly, George, the NEA is one of the most destructive organized influences on our children there is. But you don't have to take our word for it, because today we have a very special guest to describe this firsthand. Brenda Lebsack is a public school teacher in Orange County, California, and has been teaching since 1988. She was a school board member from 2016 to 2020. She and her husband have been in Christian ministry for over 30 years. They've got two grown kids, one grandchild, and one on the way. Brenda also writes for various publications as well as her own website, Brenda Four Kids, the number four kids.com. Brenda is also a very good friend to protect our kids. Brenda, welcome to say what? It's good Thank to have you, Mark you here. And George. So, Brenda, recently you published an article in the Daily Signal entitled Preferred Pronouns and More, What I Saw at Teachers Union Convention. This is probably a rhetorical question, but what led you to write this article? Because I thought parents need a window view of what's going on and how radical um, the teachers union is. Um, I attended virtually because, you know, if you didn't have a vaccination card, you couldn't go in person, even though they were paid to go with all expenses paid, including transportation and hotel. And this was in Chicago? Even, yes, this was in Chicago. Um, so those without the vaccination card could not attend in person. But I was, I'm probably glad that I didn't because um, anyone who doesn't have the same views as them is definitely demonized. And I'm afraid if I would have been there in person, um, it's just, it, it was like an arm of the Democratic Party as far as they had 140 motions, um, as far as new business items, legislation, amendments, 
And only four of those items were even dealing remotely with academics. The rest was basically the Democratic Party's platform. We're going to talk about some of this. Now, you have been a teacher for an awful long time. How long have you been a member of the NEA? Well, um, I've kind of gone in and out because I was a public school teacher, then I was a private school teacher, then I moved to Nevada. Um, So I would say, I don't know, probably about 20-ish years. Long enough to have experience with them. Yes. So, Brenda, many parents don't want to believe that organized forces are actively corrupting our kids. But from your article, it seems like what we would call corruption, the NEA sees as virtuous, like their insistence on using delicates preferred pronouns. And you saw this firsthand at the convention, right? Absolutely. Um, of all the states represented, represented everybody when they came to the microphone to speak, they said their names and they said their preferred pronouns, um, which was usually either he, she, they, and hex. Hex is one I'd never heard before, but, um, and then one of the, one of the, um, delegates made sure we knew that that person had a uterus before she spoke to all of us. I felt that was very strange. Say what? That is crazy. <laughs> it was a sight to be seen. Brenda tagging along on, on this question, because as a parent, and I got to meet you about a little over four years ago at a school board meeting, and I was one of those parents. I had no clue that this is exactly what was going on. And I remember that year that I, I went into, um, you know, later on during that summer, because it's usually during the summer when the NEA has their annual conference, right? It's always July 4th okay. weekend, which I find very interesting because most, um, you know, teachers wouldn't want to take their July 4th weekend to go to a political frenzy like this. So, so you may. <laughs> so it shows that they're attract the kind of teachers they're attracting are definitely the radical activists, which is spreading like gangrene. So, so you mentioned how many motions they pass and it's a very structured and, you know, organization. Um, and that was one of the shocking things for me too in 2018 and 2019, you know, looking through their business items. So you mentioned there was, you know, over a hundred business items and yet just a handful were only dealing with education. Only four out of the 140. OMG. Wow. Yeah. And those were just dealing with um, language acquisition for English learners and financial literacy. That was it. I found it interesting. I mean, we're talking about nobody talked about the mask mandates um, when English uh, speech acquisition, you know, that's been affected because of the mask. It's hard to learn a language when your mouth is covered. Can can you tell us some of those uh, new business items? Give give parents a flavor of what do they what do they do? Aren't they teachers? Aren't they supposed to be talking about how to be better teachers? A lot of them dealt with um, civil rights, discrimination, identity politics. 40% of them had to do with protecting teachers' jobs, whether it be benefits or how to protect them so that they can become um, trainers of social activism with their students in their classes because they found that to be a threat and that they are a social justice organization. And that was very much promoted. All right. So parents, if you're listening... 
you heard something very important right now. The teachers union's not out there to teach your kids. They are a social justice organization. And Mark and I have spent quite a bit of time on different episodes on this podcast explaining what social justice is, how it's very different from biblical justice, uh, and just the traditional definition of the word justice. So um, please be on the lookout, parents. How many, about how many people attend this conference every year? You know, I did not look at the numbers. This was my first time ever attending an NEA um, as a, dele- a state delegate. So I would say, I mean, definitely thousands yeah. for sure. So, Mark, last time I checked, they usually have around 8,000 delegates from all across the country because they get every single state gets, I don't know how many delegates, depending on how many local chapters they have. Amazing. So this is a a huge meeting, obviously, and I want to underscore again that the NEA is the largest union in the country by far, with uh, well over 3 million members and counting. And and Brenda, you also say the NEA's goal for public education is to be a training ground for political activism, and then it demonizes anyone who doesn't agree with them. You, You saw evidence of this at this meeting? Absolutely. Um, the executive director, Kim Anderson, gave a speech, very emotional speech, and definitely name called and shamed um, our Supreme Court justices and, and Republicans in general. Um, she called them, let me see here, racist, corrupt, cruel, um, exclusionary, homophobic, um, misogynist, discriminatory, radicalized, extreme. Um, Kamala Harris also came and spoke, and she called um, Republicans in Washington, D.C. extremists many times over, many times. Incredible. And um, just so you know, I mean, how I saw this firsthand is I did get an opportunity on the first two days to speak three times um, to different motions, which I gave a dissenting voice um, of opposition. And on the third day, um, the California Teachers Association, many of them keep in mind, I'm watching this on my computer from home. So I see this angry mob come up to the microphone and tell the NEA leaders, the vice president, um, we need to remove one of the CTA delegate because they don't represent us. This person doesn't represent us. I knew they were talking about me because I was the only person giving a, you know, dissenting voice. And the vice president quickly said no, and then adjourned for lunch. But then after our NEA, I did write that article for Daily Signal to let people know that I do not think that public schools are a safe place for students. And afterwards, three days later, I got an email from the California Teachers Association executive board, um, including Toby Boyd, who's the president, saying that I was suspended um, as a union member from attending any more um, union conferences for the rest of the 2022 school year. Say now the what? reason they they the reason they said is because of a CTA conference I attended in April, which I handed out um, papers with QR codes to let teachers know what their union is really representing and how they're taking away parent rights because most teachers don't really know um, that and they are parents a lot. Most teachers are parents and they don't know that your union is actually taking away their right. So I handed these out and. They said it was unauthorized. So that's the reason they suspended me. But why would they suspend me for something I did in April and then 
actually three days after I came out with this um, article about the NEA convention. How, how very inclusive and tolerant of them. Yeah, the timing does seem to be a bit suspicious, isn't it? Definitely. And I, I actually appealed the suspension because I find it so hypocritical because they say that they are against punitive suspension and that they want to replace suspensions for reparative practices and reparative justice, which is like having kumbaya circles um, so that you feel have to analyze your implicit or explicit bias. Um, and so I requested a reparative justice circle to um, <laughs> uh, see them in person and sit down with them so we could restore harm and gain understanding of and build relationships. But they refused my request. <laughs> but you're not vaccinated, so they don't want to be around you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very harmful. Yes, I Yes. Now, Brenda, you write in your article, very interestingly, that the teacher, I'm quoting now from your article, the teachers union is a lobbying arm of the Democratic Party. What, what led you to this conclusion? Because all their motions and everything and their speeches were the it was the platform of the Democratic Party. It was broad brushing police as corrupt and biased. It was um, mocking the Second Amendment. Um, saying it's a societal harm. It was um, all about identity politics to protect the marginalized, most of all, non-conforming gender identities and many um, sexual identities. That's what it was all about. Incredible. So if there was sort of a main theme of this particular um, convention, could sort of summarize for our listeners what that theme was? What, what, are they, what was most of the time spent talking about? Oh, it was all about identities. I mean, we had uh, Palestinian identities, um, Israeli, um, Black Lives Matter, uh, Native Americans. Uh, different gender identities, different marginalized um, groups that felt they were being unheard and how we need to give them a voice and teach students to have a voice in government. Um, also, definitely about um, increasing abortion right and reproductive justice. I, I'm just... It's hard to respond to this. It's yeah. just, I mean, this is an education association Um that is supposed to encourage teachers to do a better job of ostensibly teaching the three R's, right? Reading, writing, and arithmetic. But what you're saying is this is a completely politicized organization that all it wants to do, it seems like, is pursue the woke agenda in our public school system. Absolutely. Um, and <clears throat> I find it odd that in order to attend, I had to agree not to record or to do anything like that. I'm thinking, you know, this is, this organization is educating our nation's children. Like, why is it so secretive? What are they trying to hide? You know, this should be an open forum. This should, they should be broadcast for all to see what's going on in the inside. Why is it treated like a secret society? Brenda, you mentioned about their, you know, disdain and hatred towards police. Have you seen anything during that conference mm -hmm. mentioning that just in the first half of this year, in the public school system, there have been 181 staff members 
This means principals, teachers uh, who have been charged with child sex crimes. Has the NEA been doing anything about this and raising up, you know, a stink? Oh, no. It's all about pointing the finger at other people. Um, it, so the spotlight is off of them. They never tried to look within to see if there could be a problem from within. If it is, it's all about implicit or explicit bias um, against people of color or against um, non-conforming genders or non-conforming sexual identities. That's very interesting because... It, it was interesting, I want to bring up, um, because one of them was talking about increasing funding for mental health. And I brought up in my speech that, you know, if we're going to increase money for mental health, then we need to look at the crisis lines that are already in our schools. The parents don't know that in these chat spaces, they're mixing adults with children to explore their genders and sexualities. These are unvetted, random strangers. And this could be absolutely a sticky web for sexual predators. I mentioned the Trevor Project and Trevor Space. As soon as I said the Trevor Project, Becky Pringle cut me off. And she said, you're not speaking to the motion. I stopped and I said, um, Madam President, I would be happy to send you evidence of this and screenshots showing that our kids in all our schools nationwide are being put in harm's way of sexual predators with random adults internationally. And then she just stopped. Wow. Whew. Brenda, were, were you sort of the lone conservative voice as far as you could tell at, at this convention? Were there any like-minded people that, that spoke up against their obviously politicized agenda? Yes, actually, I did have some teachers reach out to me after they heard me speak the first time um, because there was a group, a pretty large group from L.A. Unified of conservatives because they have been, um, you know, with this vaccine mandate, a lot of their jobs have been on the line. And so they were really fighting for some of the, there was a motion about um, mandating all, you know, vaccines for teachers and um, they were fighting hard against that. So there was a group of them there and, and we got connected on the phone and on Zoom. Um, but they uh, thankfully that motion did um, did not pass and it did not pass um, by a pretty large margin. I think 84 percent closed. So that was good. Well, speaking of the L.A. Unified School District, uh, obviously, we've heard reports that Planned Parenthood uh, is collaborating with uh, L.A. Unified to put in clinics in many of the schools in that school district. Did you see organizations like Planned Parenthood, SECUS, and, uh, and other pro-woke organizations in attendance or in partnership with the NEA at this at this conference? Um, I did not see that. I mean, there is an outside they are partnering with outside agencies. And I believe these outside agencies can also, um, you know, have input into the business items and into what is um, put into their legislation um, amendment. So, yes, there are partnering agencies that are working with the NEA. And these are special interest groups that pay money to be part of their organization. And conversely, one uh, concerning point that you made was the NEA's plans to smear organizations, any organization that is opposed to their agenda. Can, can yeah, you expand it, on that? It reminded me of the Southern Poverty Law Center, how they have a hate map, mm -hmm. you know, and they try to use shame um, to uh, 
coerce and manipulate people to do what they want them to do. So that's reminds me a lot of it. They want to create this kind of this smear campaign um, on any organizations that they say is taking down public education. Um, so in my speech, I said, well, you should add NEA to that list because you're demonizing over half the population of families that are conservative and that don't believe, according to the Pew Research, don't believe that gender is, um, they believe gender is based on biology, not that it's a choice and that there's infinite genders and pronouns to choose from like the NEA endorses. Now, obviously, you've received some blowback as a result of the article in the Daily Signal. And then, by the way, that's gone viral. Many other news agencies have picked this, picked that up. Uh, I heard some talk radio stations actually talking about, about the article. Um, any other blowback that you, you've received since you've gone public with uh, exposing what happens at the NEA conference? No, it's been kind of quiet over here. Um so we'll just see. I mean, I did attend in my school district. They had a safety town hall meeting um, for Santa Ana Unified School District because of the you know Texas shooting and to give parents a peace of mind with their kids coming back to school of what safety um, protocols will be in place when their kids come back. And I did attend that meeting. And even, I just said that, you know, I am an adaptive PE teacher. I go into seven schools. Um, you know, different schools. And, and I, I complimented them on their safety protocols for s- shooters. But I said, listen, we are not addressing the crisis hotlines um, that are in our schools that parents have no idea about that are putting their kids in harm's way of sexual predators um, with all of these random strangers to explore their genders. I brought that up and I have turned it into the police. The police was there. I've sp- spoken to the district attorney, and I'm really hoping something happens with this because Riverside County has already um, created an investigation with the case number, and this should not be ignored. It's it's a very serious matter. Yeah, no kidding. So, Brenda, we're getting uh, close to the close of our program, but I did want to ask you, uh, based on your many decades of experience teaching kids in the public school system, your experience as a board member, um, and your experience with the NEA, if you had one message to deliver to parents of children in the public school system, what, what would it be? Public schools have become a tsunami of indoctrination, and it's coming in from every angle. And we need school choice. We need um, alternatives and we need educational reform. And if you want to really keep your kids safe, uh, you need to look at alternatives besides public education. Brenda, thank you so much for your advocacy and your courage in exposing the threats to our kids in the public school system. Um, if listeners want to contact you, what is the best way to get a hold of you? My website is www.brendaforkids.com, the number four, brendaforkids.com. And there's a contact. Um, they can just press contact. It'll go straight to my email. And my website can be accessed in all languages because there is a Google Translate feature at the top. So I hope it can be a resource for people. Brenda, thank you again. Well, George, I think that's all the time we have for today. That's all the time we have. And uh, Brenda, I also personally wanted to thank you as well because, man, you've been a fighter, big-time fighter, a true voice and advocate for parental rights and for children's rights. 
And so thank you for all the sacrifice that you've put in. Thank you for uh, allowing yourself to be demonized and called names and all of that. But we know that your reward will be great in heaven. Uh, so for our listeners, once again, Brenda4Kids.com. Please go visit her website. And uh, thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Say What? The radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.